On today's episode of Elon Audio Tours, I'm going to bring you a review of Southeast Asia Aquarium, the newest attraction to open in Singapore on Sentosa Island. Southeast Asia Aquarium is part of the Marine Life Park, a world-class attraction in Resorts World Sentosa. Marine Life Park consists of two components, Southeast Asia Aquarium and the Adventure Cove Water Park. Today, we'll look into the Southeast Asia Aquarium and I'll give you a detailed walkthrough and a review of this aquarium. This is the world's largest aquarium, both in terms of the amount of water it contains and the number of species of animals this aquarium contains. So sit back, relax, as I bring you on this journey under the water. Thanks for downloading this episode of Elon Audio Tours. This podcast offers reviews, tours, news, and commentaries about Singapore. Traveling through Singapore just got easier. Before we move on, let me just take a minute to appeal to you. Please subscribe to this show on iTunes. It'll be great if you'll help rate this podcast and leave your review while you're there. Help spread the word. Thanks. Please, and if you like the show, send me feedback at universalssfan at gmail.com. That is U-N-I-V-E-R-S-A-L-S-S-F-A-N at gmail.com. Or leave a comment at the blog at iluntours.tk. And now, on to the show. Southeast Asia Aquarium is located on Sentosa Island in Resorts World Sentosa. It is located at the eastern end of the resort. You can reach Sentosa either by the Sentosa Express, which you can board at Vivocity, or by car, which you can just drive on the Sentosa Causeway and reach Sentosa, or you can take the cable car and arrive uh, in style. Alright, so the Marine Life Park consists of two components, as I said earlier. The Southeast Asia Aquarium is actually underground, and the Adventure Cove Water Park is right above ground, so it's right on top of the Southeast Asia Aquarium. You enter the Southeast Asia Aquarium through the Maritime Experiential Museum. You know, the building that looks like an overturned ship? Yes. So the admission ticket actually contains uh, admission to the Maritime Museum. So you're able to look at the exhibits in the Maritime Museum as well as the exhibits at, uh, in the aquarium. I'll give you my general thoughts on the aquarium first before bringing you on a detailed walkthrough of the place. Generally speaking, I feel that the Southeast Asia Aquarium is an amazing aquarium in its own right. It is the world's largest aquarium and you can definitely feel the scale when you visit. You will definitely be awed by the variety of fishes on display in the aquarium. You will also be amazed by the sheer size of the various displays, some of which are just like big windows into the ocean. The exhibition is also thematically displayed, so you're able to walk through the various exhibition zones and learn about the various habitats in Southeast Asian oceans. There are useful, handy displays 
that display the information, the scientific information regarding the various fishes and other animals on display, so you can learn while you are entertained. There are many spectacular, breathtaking displays in this aquarium, and some of the ways of exhibiting the fishes are basically out of this world. When compared to the other aquarium that Singapore has, which is the Underwater World, located also on the Sentosa Island, uh, the Underwater World pales in comparison. The Underwater World, which is uh, over 20 years old, is much smaller in comparison, and the variety of fishes, as well as the scale and the types of displays, are very limited. So this aquarium is definitely the one to visit if you want to come to Singapore and see fishes. However, I do have a few misgivings about the aquarium. I feel that the themed zones are not distinct enough, so everything kind of just melts into the other. Uh, you don't have the sense of uh, distinction between the various themed zones and the various habitats. So in the end, when you come out from the exhibition, what you just feel is as though you've seen a lot of fishes, but you can't name a few fishes, or you can't name where you find the different fishes. So it is an entertaining display, but the educational level is slightly questionable. But of course, it's just me nitpicking, so uh, all in all, it is still a very wonderful exhibition. Currently, the fishes, most of the fishes are already in the aquarium, but there's still a small minority of fishes which are still being transported and climatized to be accustomed to the new environment in the aquarium. So not all fishes are on display. So therefore, as of the first quarter of February uh, 2013, they will be giving you about a $5 meal voucher with every purchase of the entrance ticket as a form of compensation. You'll be able to use the voucher on many uh, Resorts World Sentosa-owned food, restaurants, uh, cafes, etc. Uh, two of which are located in the aquarium. So $5, you can buy yourself some sandwich or some salad or drink or something. So it's pretty much worth it. However, I must say that if you really want to have the entire full experience, it will be best to visit the Southeast Asia Aquarium only after all the fishes are in place. Currently, the dolphins are not on display, uh, so are many other fishes in the various other tanks. So it will be wise to wait for a few months more, maybe visit it only in the middle half of uh, 2013 or beyond, so that you'll be able to get the full experience and enjoy the Southeast Asia Aquarium in its entirety. It costs $29 for adults to visit the aquarium, and admission to the Maritime Museum is included. What I'm going to do now is to bring you on a detailed walkthrough of the entire experience, so come with me. Your entire experience starts at the entrance to the Maritime Museum. The entrance to the Maritime Museum is located off the Bull Ring, which is the central plaza area of Resort Works in Tosa. So as you enter uh, the Maritime Museum, you will first see this gigantic space, this cavernous space uh, with Cheng Ho's uh, ship on display. 
So you we first be introduced to the maritime trade of old and see this place regarding the various ports of course around Asia where in the past the trade routes were. The first exhibition on display is the Ching Ho ship. So it's a five minute long multimedia display where Cheng Ho, the uh, famous Chinese explorer of the oceans, will introduce to you the components of his fleet and the details of the various voyages he took down the oceans as the emissary of the Chinese emperor. Again, I must tell you that the scale of this show is amazing because they have a full-sized replica of Cheng Ho's ship on display. So you can marvel at the scale and at the size of the fleet that Cheng Ho commanded uh, hundreds and hundreds of years back in China. So this show kind of sets the tone for the rest of the experience to come. Uh, it serves as an introduction to the entire maritime experience. So after this show, you proceed to the next gallery, which is called the Sok which is an Arabic name for open-air marketplaces. Of course, this is not an open-air marketplace, and you can't really buy anything there, but it basically is a gallery about the various ports of course uh, along the old maritime trade route. So this gallery is a highly experiential one, so it's very interactive. There are many displays there, which invites you to either touch feel or to interact with it. Unlike most museums, visitors are in fact encouraged to touch and to feel the exhibit on display, although you just have to be gentle with it. Uh, there are also many interactive games over there, utilising the touch screen technology, so you'll be able to have fun and play and learn at the same time. One of the interesting things that basically brings you through the entire exhibit is the passport stamp book. So you'll be given a stamp book at the entrance to this gallery and at each various section in the gallery you just look for the machine that embosses a stamp onto your passport. So by the end of the uh, exhibition you'll be able to have a completed passport book where you have stamps on each of the various locations. And the stamp design is really nice and uh, it's a unique memento to have for your visit to the Maritime Experiential Museum. So the gallery starts from the port of call in China, uh, which is the Trento, and it follows through to Vietnam, Malaysia, uh, India, and ends up in the Arabic uh, Middle Eastern area. There are lots of uh, items on display, so you can feel it uh, or have fun with it. And it basically evokes the atmosphere or the mood of the various locales. You'll be able to learn about the customs and the uh, traditions of the various ports, of course, and how uh, the different things, different wares, different goods are produced or are being sold at all these uh, ports, of course. It's a really lively atmosphere in this gallery uh, as they have exhibits hanging from the ceiling, uh, on the left, on the right, you know, they have uh, different designs built onto the floor and they have 
sounds from the different ports, of course, to basically bring you or to transport you to uh, the location. I must say it is a very nicely designed gallery. Uh, it is intended for casual viewing. So there's not much content-wise uh, in this gallery. So for those of you uh, hardcore history lovers out there, it's not for you. But for you know the casual tourists, for the family with kids, etc., this is a really nice place to visit and to just spend you know uh, 15 minutes, half an hour in as a prelude to the aquarium. Now finally, at the end of this gallery, you end up in uh, Muscat, which is uh, a port of call in the Middle East. Over there on display is actually the Jewel of Muscat. The Jewel of Muscat is a real Arabic dhow. A dhow is basically an Arabic ship uh, built of wood. And this dhow is a real dhow, so it actually can sail on the ocean, and it has sailed on the ocean before. This dhow was constructed by uh, Oman, the Republic of Oman, a few years back, and they really sailed this dhow from Oman all the way across the ocean to Singapore. So imagine the distance that this ship has covered. After arriving in Singapore, it was presented to Singapore as a gift from the Republic of Oman. And now it's on display, on permanent display at the Maritime Museum. So it all fits in and ties in really nicely. Now, after this uh, Sok Gallery, you will go into the Typhoon Theatre. The Typhoon Theatre is actually an upcharge attraction, so you pay $5 more and it's not included in the usual price of admission to the Southeast Asia Aquarium. Now, the Typhoon Theatre experience starts with the pre-show area, which is designed to look like an old Chinese pot of claw. There are many different goods on display and many interactive exhibitions, including uh, an exhibit telling you how to read the direction from uh, the stars. Something that threads through the entire experience is actually a golden cup. So at this start of the experience, you'll see this golden cup in a box, in a treasure box, and if you attempt to reach out to the golden cup in the treasure box, there will be this uh, holographic snake that will come out and uh, give you a good scare. Uh, this is a fun display that entertains you know, the kids while they, will, they are waiting for uh, the show to start. So after this pre-show area, you'll enter this uh, video area where you'll see a five-minute short clip. This clip sets the scene for the Typhoon Theatre experience. So it tells the story of this uh, emissary who needs to transport this golden cup that you saw earlier uh, from China to somewhere in the Middle East as a gift from the emperor to uh, the people in the Middle East. However, one of the wise old men actually warned this uh, emissary about the dangers of setting sail at this specific time because of a misalignment of the stars. But of course, the emissary does not heed the advice and continues with the journey. So the sh short video ends with uh, them setting off on the ship. 
Then you enter the main theatre, which is a cylindrical theatre, and you sit down, and there are screens all around you, 360 degrees all around you. So the show starts with the ship setting off. Uh, it's all good weather, everything's calm. But suddenly, you know, as with all attractions in uh, Resorts and Centres, uh, something goes horribly wrong. Something goes horribly wrong, and the weather just goes crazy. So uh, a storm came and basically it tosses the ship all around. So in theatre, there are many in-theatre effects to create the uh, feeling of you being stuck in a typhoon. Uh, this includes mist, water spray, wind, etc. And the entire viewing platform also vibrates. Finally, the ship hits a rock and sinks. So, as the ship sinks, the viewing platform actually also descends. So this theatre is actually a two-level tall theatre. And at the start, you're on the upper level. So as the ship sinks, your viewing platform also descends together. So you have this effect of sinking into the depths of the ocean. Uh, slowly, nothing, nothing too violent, nothing uh, drastic. So it's a slow descent down to the ocean floor. And you will see this gold cup resting at the bottom of the theatre, or the bottom of the ocean floor for that matter. Uh, that's the end of the show, and the doors open. The doors open, leading you straight into uh, the first aquarium tank, which is the shipwreck habitat. So this is the area where uh, the Maritime Museum ends and the Southeast Asia Aquarium starts. The entire experience is done seamlessly, so it's integrated seamlessly. You go from this exhibition regarding the old maritime routes uh, to this exhibition regarding the uh, marine life. So the Typhoon Theatre is the best way for you to make the transition between the Maritime Museum and the Southeast Asia Aquarium. So here's where the Southeast Asia Aquarium experience actually starts proper. The first exhibit is the Shipwreck Habitat, which you will see once you exit out from the Typhoon Theatre. Basically, it is a huge tank, aquarium tank, where there's a shipwreck in the middle of it. Uh, and you can see the golden cup, uh, which is featured in Typhoon Theatre. You can see the golden cup in the middle of the aquarium as well. And fishes swim around. So this shipwreck habitat is meant to mimic the coral environment that grows out of uh, shipwrecks in the middle of the ocean. As a wooden ship sinks down to the sea floor, the microorganisms in the sea will start to work on the wood and to start to chew on the wood. So after years or even decades of time, the wood will become a very uh, viable environment for corals to grow. And once corals start growing on this shipwreck, fishes and other sea creatures will call this coral reef home. So your experience basically starts with this tunnel through the middle of the shipwreck habitat tank. It is a circular tunnel, so basically three sides are transparent, you know, your left, your right, and above you. So you can see all the fishes and the other sea creatures swimming around you and above you. Uh, you enter through this tunnel, 
and you go into the first exhibition area of the Southeast Asia Aquarium. So the first exhibition is about the Straits of Kalimantan. Kalimantan is basically located off the coast of Singapore, uh, somewhere in the Indonesian islands. And in display over here are the various fishes uh, and things that you can find in the uh, Straits of Kalimantan. After that, you will enter this exhibition about the Straits of Malacca, which is again right off the coast of Singapore. Uh, over here, you can see some interesting uh, exhibition styles or ways of presentation. Uh, rather than just having the usual aquarium tanks uh, for you to see, there are actually uh, tanks uh, of under the ground. So you walk on the aquarium tanks and you can look below uh, into the aquarium tanks. So these aquarium tanks are on the floor, which is something very unique. After that, you will enter this zone called the Coral Garden. Uh, the Coral Garden is a cylindrical aquarium uh, of 9 meters in diameter and about 3 stories tall. So in this Coral Garden, you will see of course coral and many different types of fishes where you can find in a coral environment. This cylindrical aquarium is a very uh, popular spot for tourists to get the pictures taken because it is a beautiful uh, tank with lots of brightly colored, vibrantly colored fishes in it. Right next to this cylindrical aquarium is the touch pool. Uh, the touch pool is staffed by friendly staff who will invite you to put your hands in the water of this shallow pool over there and basically feel the texture of uh, the starfish on display. So this is very popular with uh, kids as well as uh, you know visitors of all ages because you get to touch something and to interact with live animals. After the touch pool, you will enter the next zone which is called the Bay of Bengal. The Bay of Bengal is located off India uh, and over here you actually see uh, displays regarding the mangrove environment. The mangrove tanks are very special in the sense that they are half tanks. So you can see half of the tank underwater and the other half is out of water. So you can look at, on the water surface as well as underwater. So in the mangrove environment, you will see of course the normal, uh, the usual uh, fishes like the mudskippers, uh, the horseshoe crab, etc. So it's a very nice uh, introduction to the mangrove environment which is actually native to Singapore. You will continue walking and reach the Dolphin Island Zone. The Dolphin Island Zone is a small uh, area where you can actually sit down uh, have a drink because there's a cafe located there and look through these three glass panels at the dolphins on display. Currently, the dolphins are still uh, under training and quarantine. So the tanks are being covered with blinds that uh, shield your vision so you can't really see the dolphins in the tanks. Uh, but when the exhibition is completed, you'll be able to sit over here, have a drink, have a sandwich, uh, look at the dolphins and uh, enjoy yourself. After the Dolphin Island, which is kind of a rest zone, you will go into the next exhibition zone, which is the Ocean Journey Zone. In the Ocean Journey, you will see uh, creatures from the ocean, the deep ocean, 
So we are now no longer in the sea, but we are in the ocean. So over here you will see uh, creatures like uh, the spider crab, uh, the nautilus, etc. Uh, and also there's a big collection of jellyfishes on display. So there are small white ones, a big gigantic jellyfishes, etc. Uh, and the lighting over there is done very nicely so as to bring out the magical uh, atmosphere or the magical ambience created by this uh, school of jellyfishes. There's also a school of fishes on display. So if you've seen Finding Nemo, you will know, you know this, the, the fishes that basically form all the arrows, etc. So all these fishes swim in schools and schools. So they all swim together in a certain direction and you can see it's, it's really a sight to behold. Now after the uh, ocean journey uh, zone, you will end up at the so-called uh, climax or the highlight of the entire aquarium, which is the open ocean exhibition. So it is basically a huge tank, a huge aquarium tank. And uh, over here it contains the world's largest aqualic viewing panel at 36 meters wide and uh, 8.3 meters tall. It is also the thickest, which is uh, 70 cm thick. So there's a lot, a lot to take in over here. Uh, the, the viewing platform over here is done in tiers. So you can sit on the upper tier and take in a sense of the scale of the exhibition, or you can sit all the way at the lowermost tier and basically look, be face to face with the viewing panel and look right into uh, the tank and appreciate and admire the fishes inside. Uh, there are also nice, comfortable cushion uh, bean bags there for you to sit on and basically just lounge there and uh, enjoy this location. Uh, the Open Ocean Exhibition contains uh, many, many different types of fishes including uh, stingrays, sharks, and other species of fishes that I've never seen before in my life. You can head on over to the website at iluntours.tk to see pictures of uh, the open ocean uh, exhibition. So over here, uh, when you look into the aquarium panel, you'll see a row of rectangular windows on the other side, on the other end of the tank. These are actually uh, windows of the Ocean Suite, which is a hotel suite uh, that offers you a private viewing window into this uh, exhibition. So uh, if you are willing to blow 2,400 Singapore dollars a night uh, for peak nights uh, on this Ocean Suite, you know, go ahead and uh, enjoy yourself over there. For those of you with money to spend, but not that much, you can actually have a meal over here at the Open Ocean Exhibit. Uh, there's a restaurant on the left side of the aquarium tank, and you have your own window into the aquarium as well. Uh, the food there is not cheap. You'll pay about five to six dollars, sing dollars, just for a can of Coke, and the entree there will, you know, run about twenty to thirty dollars. Uh, for the most basic of entrees. Uh, the Open Ocean Exhibition also boasts the world's largest uh, circular viewing dome. So basically at the side, uh, at the right side of 
the open ocean tank, there's this circular viewing area with uh, viewing panels on all 360 degrees, as well as above on the ceiling. So you'll be able to see uh, fishes everywhere, uh, although I must say that the view from the ceiling panel is not that appealing because you'll, you'll see the catwalk uh, used by the maintenance staff to feed the fishes as well. So rather than just uh, seeing fishes, you will see uh, the behind-the-scenes kind of thing. Actually, the Open Ocean Exhibition was designed to contain something very special and very unique. Uh, the Open Ocean Exhibition, if you're wondering why it's so big, was actually designed to contain a whale shark. A whale shark is basically a gigantic shark that's about 6 to 7 meters in length. There are a few aquariums that contain, uh, that houses whale sharks, most of which are located in Japan uh, because of their fascination with uh, whales and sharks. Uh, but also the Georgia Aquarium in America also contains a whale shark. Uh, the Georgia Aquarium used to be the world's largest aquarium until the Southeast Asia Aquarium opened. Um, but due to a massive public outcry and uh, the environmentalist protest against uh, whale sharks in captivity, Resorts World Sentosa decided to scrape the plan. The whale shark originally uh, on display at the Georgia Aquarium also died due to uh, captivity. It was a conscious decision by the uh, design team to uh, omit the whale shark. So currently we have this big tank but uh, no whale shark. Uh, the only remnants of a whale shark is basically a full-length whale shark picture uh, located uh, right outside the Open Ocean Exhibition. So the Southeast Asia Aquarium is actually designed like a long walkway. So you walk from one end to the other, uh, from one end being the Maritime Museum to the other, which is the Open Ocean Exhibition. And this long walkway along the middle uh, where all the tanks and the various displays are. So now you're at the furthest end of the aquarium and then you'll walk back uh, along the same, uh, in, in the opposite direction, back to the Maritime Museum. So the Open Ocean Exhibition is in a sense the midpoint of your visit to the Southeast Asia Aquarium. So after that, you enter the next exhibition zone, which is uh, the Arabian Gulf and the uh, Arabian Sea. Over here, you'll see uh, creatures from the uh, Arabian uh, habitats, uh, many of which are very exotic creatures that you would normally not see in uh, Southeast Asia. After that, you will enter the next exhibition zone, which is about on the Red Sea. Again, there are corals, fishes, sea creatures, all kinds of exotic and interesting and unique creatures on display over here. The final two zones that you will pass through are the uh, South China Sea uh, and the East African zones. So over here you will see creatures that are native to these two environments. Uh, and there are also many displays of various uh, corals and fishes. Uh, as well as, as sea eels, so uh, you know you can you can find Nemo, Dory, etc. over there as well. 
Uh, and it's a very beautiful uh, environment, very beautiful exhibition. So finally, your Southeast Asia Aquarium visit will culminate in the shark exhibition. The shark exhibition is the final uh, zone of the entire aquarium. So again, the shark seas exhibition is uh, a, a tunnel, uh, a tunnel through uh, the tank filled with sharks. So there are different types of sharks, with the most distinct being the hammerhead shark. Uh, this is a very interesting exhibition. As you can see, the creatures basically are swimming to your side and also above you. Uh, it's really interesting to see the sharks swimming above you. Uh, it kind of gives you the uh, Jaws experience. Your visit to the Southeast Asia Aquarium ends over here uh, and your exit out back into the Maritime Experiential Museum. Uh, but your experience is still not yet over. There's still one more exhibition zone in the Maritime Museum. That being the Shipwreck Exhibition. So over there, that's an exhibition on marine uh, archaeology. So you'll see various uh, items recovered from shipwrecks from uh, a long time ago, uh, including some uh, treasures from the Tang shipwreck. Uh, those treasures were actually under a pretty intense debate uh, for a long while last year uh, in 2012 uh, because of uh, issues with the recovery uh, those shipwrecks uh, were recovered off the coast of Indonesia by a certain private company. Uh, but however, the Smithsonian, the uh, museum in America, uh, they found or uh, they had issues with uh, the procedures carried out by this uh, private shipwreck recovery company. Uh, the Smithsonian claims that the shipwreck company wasn't uh, careful enough in preserving and documenting the shipwreck. Uh, and they were just uh, very much just going after the treasures. So initially, there was a tour, an uh, international tour planned for these treasures uh, to uh, various museums around the world, but it has been cancelled due to the controversy surrounding the issue. Uh, after the shipwreck exhibition, you will exit out to the gift shop, uh, like every other uh, attraction in a resort world Sentosa, uh, you exit out to the gift shop where you can buy a Maritime Museum uh, gifts or uh, Southeast Asia Aquarium gifts as well. Uh, there are lots of uh, plush toys, dolphin plush toys, mugs, uh, postcards, etc. All the uh, usual uh, things uh, for you to get. And uh, after that, you exit out back to uh, the first story, the first level, uh, and uh, that's the end of your experience, the end of your maritime experience. I must say that the uh, entire thing was very well done, uh, with seamless integration between the Maritime Museum and the Southeast Asia Aquarium. The whole thing, there's an integrated feeling to it, so it's like a, a complete experience under the sea. Uh, the aquarium itself is also pretty well executed, so you will see uh, all the displays are very well conceived, and the variety of fishes on display is also uh, impressive. At the time of recording, not all uh, fishes are uh, in place in the aquarium, so I must say that 
uh, this aquarium holds a very bright future because uh, when all the fishes, including the dolphins, are on display, it will be a very impressive uh, experience indeed. For this review, I'm very much focused just only on the Southeast Asia Aquarium segment of the Marine Life Park. But please keep in mind that there's actually another component to the Marine Life Park, which is the Adventure Cove uh, Water Park, located above uh, the Southeast Asia Aquarium. It's separately charged uh, at about $29 for adults. Uh, it's a water park, so basically there are wave pools, slides, uh, lazy river, etc. Uh, it's a very well-themed, well-executed water park as well. But I'll leave a review of that uh, for another show. I hope you've enjoyed my review of the Southeast Asia Aquarium. Uh, for further updates, photos, uh, show notes, transcript, etc., please visit my website at iluntros.tk. You will also be able to find past episodes uh, on the website as well. Do visit the other website that I run, which is the Universal Studios Singapore fan site. Uh, it is at us.singapore.blogspot.sg. That is ussingapore.blogspot.sg, uh, which stands for Universal Student Singapore. Uh, that, on that website, I have posted many articles uh, on the various attractions, theme lands, uh, zones, etc. Uh, in Universal Student Singapore. So if you're a fan of the theme park, please head on over to that website as well. I hope you have enjoyed this tour. For show notes, the transcript of this tour, or travel directions, visit iluntours.tk. Also, to subscribe to this show, just visit iTunes. And please leave a review while you're there. Help spread the word and tell your friends about this show. Thanks. Una vez más, vamos la serena por un cambio de verdad, por nuestra ciudad, trabajando por ustedes. Con Sonerlandes, con Seca, avancemos con confianza.